Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, January 3rd, and I'm Rachel Lippman in today for Wayne Pratt. Ahead on today's podcast, the overall population growth in the St. Louis region stalled in the past 10 years. But some communities here continued to add new residents, and they found many aspects of the region to like. I, I tell people, anybody who comes to visit us, it's like, you know, here is like 15 different things that you can do in St. Louis, and they're all 30 minutes away from our house, be it the science center or the museum or the zoo, everything for a family. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt examines the expanding Asian community within the St. Louis region and some of the reasons behind that continued growth. But first, the news. Two Republican members of Congress from Illinois are slated to run against each other in the June 28th primary. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more from the fallout of Congresswoman Mary Miller's re-election decision. Miller announced on Saturday she will run in the 15th district, where fellow GOP Congressman Rodney Davis resides. Illinois Democrats drew Miller's residence into Congressman Mike Boss' district. Boss and Miller share similar views and have both been close allies of former President Donald Trump. Trump is endorsing Miller over Davis. Davis voted to sustain President Joe Biden's wins in Pennsylvania and Arizona, while Miller voted to overturn them. While Davis has endorsements from scores of elected officials, Trump's endorsement may be appealing to voters in the heavily Republican 15th district that includes Quincy and parts of the Metro East. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. A commission tasked with redrawing Missouri House districts is still trying to hammer out a compromise. Before Christmas, House redistricting commissioners sent a tentative Republican and Democratic map to Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft's office. It's a way to buy more time to resolve differences between the two sides. But Republicans on a Senate commission declined to submit two maps, contending the Missouri Constitution doesn't allow such a move. It's a view that Ashcroft shares. The plain language of the Constitution is a plan uh, and a map. And uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a judge. But I think you ought to just follow the plain reading of the Constitution. Appellate judges will draw the Senate map. They'll also draw the House map if commissioners deadlock by late January. A punishing surge in COVID cases has multiple local school districts adjusting their post-winter break plans. Five on Your Side reports that 6th through 12th graders in Edwardsville will be remote for the first week of the spring semester because of COVID cases among the staff. The district's athletic teams will be allowed to play, but without spectators, including parents. East St. Louis schools will also be remote until the 14th of January. And in Kirkwood, masks will once again be mandatory. The Asian population has continued to expand across the St. Louis region over the past 10 years. And the results from the 2020 census indicate this trend will likely continue. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmid reports the region's educational institutions are a major attraction for many in the Asian community. 
Sriram Devanathan had no idea what St. Louis was like when he moved to the city from Ohio in 2011 for his postdoctoral research at Washington University. I even did not know what was Washington University, right? And when I came in, when I first saw the Nobel laureates out there, that was a shock for me. Devanathan, a biochemist originally from India, quickly found reasons to stay. He says he wanted to add to what WashU and other regional organizations were doing to make scientific research tangible for everyday people. Cortex, BioSTL, and other organizations organizations have put in a huge effort towards that translational path. Rick Shung had a similar experience. He came to the city from Chicago in 2014 for a PhD at WashU and wound up discovering something else about the region that captivated him. But then I realized that St. Louis is also a hidden gem of industry. We have rivers, rails. We have very good and also available industrial infrastructure. Sheng, who's from China, says he felt drawn to revitalize the industrial base in the region. And in 2018, he founded Volpus, a manufacturing research and development company. Sheng and Devanathan are two of the nearly 22,000 Asian people that moved into the region in the past decade. The growth is concentrated in St. Louis, St. Charles County, and St. Louis County, where Asians now make up about 5% of the county's 1 million residents. There are other draws outside of the educational and professional opportunities here, like the lower cost of living and general lifestyle the region affords. Devanathan points to the range of activities that he can easily take his two sons to. I, I tell people, anybody who comes to visit us, is like, you know, here is like 15 different things that you can do in St. Louis, and they're all 30 minutes away from our house, be it the science center or the museum or the zoo, everything for a family. It's one of the aspects of the St. Louis region Tiet Nguyen fell in love with after moving to St. Louis County in 2017. It's small enough that it feels really comfortable and that you can get to where you need to go, but also it has enough of that city feel where there's diversity, there's things happening. Nguyen identifies as Southeast Asian. She grew up near Dallas and has lived in Atlanta, San Francisco, and most recently Boston. Nguyen says an important part of St. Louis for her and her family are the vast number of community organizations committed to social justice. My kids also, one of the things we wanted to provide them is their own experiences with people of all different kinds of backgrounds. She says they volunteered with local black farmers to learn about their farming practices and issues around food access. Kind people are kind people everywhere. Despite the positives, experts say there are still hurdles for regional leaders if they want this population group to expand. Shung says he felt like it was up to him to search for a reason to stay in St. Louis. I sometimes feel I share a lot of the experience of other first-generation immigrants. That is, when they move to St. Louis, it really takes almost entirely our personal initiative to be part of the game. About 70% of Asian people in the St. Louis region are foreign-born, and only a little over half are naturalized citizens. That process can be frustrating. Krishna Kunaparedi is a regional planner for Lincoln, Warren, and Montgomery counties, and lives in St. Charles County. She came to the U.S. from India 15 years ago for a master's degree, and has been waiting to get permanent resident status for the past 12 years. I know everybody talks about bringing in international students. They don't understand the problems after the students are done with college education. There is a life after that that all these people are stuck with in backlog. Another issue is how the vast Asian community is defined. In more granular data, the Census Bureau includes counts for 20 specific countries, including East Asia, Southeast Asia, the Indian subcontinent, and ones that many people would likely say are the Middle East. Just because the census says that we are one group, 
doesn't mean that we should be treated as just one monolithic group. Shane Propisal is a first-generation Thai American born in St. Louis. He says this contributes to a long-standing visibility issue within the Asian community that's just starting to change. Civic invisibility was, it had real consequences. I think that there's a new generation of Asian Americans in St. Louis who now they're starting to organize amongst their communities. He's part of that activism and hopes it will make St. Louis a place where all Asian people can celebrate their unique identities and heritage while also being an integral part of the regional community. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. There's a detailed map on our website showing where the Asian population grew the most in the St. Louis region. That can be found at stlpr.org. Fred Ehrlich edited today's piece from Eric. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Music is by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Rachel Lippman, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.